Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hi. Hello. Um, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> Was there? <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh man, oh man, Harmony had a rough week. So did okay, Sasha. She did, but my first note and why I kind of laughed and hesitated when we started, because like literally my first note, I always like only go back to the top when we're talking. <laughs> it, says, it says, star, Harmony's face acting on point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, yeah, that whole thing was interesting. Like, I don't know why I didn't see it coming. Because I remember last week when mm-hmm. she ran up the stairs, she's like, I'm going to get my phone, then take a drink order. <laughs> I was so confused. And I don't think I said too much about it. Because if you let me talk about it last week, I would have been like, okay, but like, and I even rewound at home to understand what she meant. I'm like, so she's going to go get her phone and then ask her, do you want water? <laughs> or is she getting her phone because she's going to like, uber eats a drink and like and then when monday happened i'm like oh right right the syringe she does that she does drug people i totally <laughs> forgot that whenever things get frustrating or she doesn't know how to solve a problem she drugs people and murders them forgot about that part and um i kind of like the whole fight tossed on the couch will I they won't. won't they murder each other like it was kind of fun Right, and I to thought start. about you because <laughs> to start right, like I was thinking about you because I'm like I was thinking about logistics. I'm like, how does she have another syringe? I'm like, oh, but wait, how much? I don't drugs? think she but... no, but like she didn't use it on Brandon because she ended up like strangling oh. him, right? So yes, she just like instead. repurposed it. Like she's really thinking about the environment. Yes, she's <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. She's very green with murder. <laughs> she's very, very green with all that. And I was like, okay, what's going to happen? And yes. so then, you know what I just find strange is that Carly ends up in the trunk, you know, of her own car. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, it's weird because like this whole Ryan essence stuff, because like, Carly mm-hmm. ended up in a trunk with the whole Ryan thing. Oh, crap. Okay, yeah. Anyways, I just thought that that was an interesting parallel. And so they end up on a cliff, and I was thrilled that when Alexis came home to see, like, I love how she's like, oh, my gosh, my house was totally, like, ransacked. It was totally, <laughs> like, like turned upside down. I'm like, okay, so a few pillow cushions fell to the floor. <laughs> That's all I saw. <laughs> and so then she has a videographic memory. She's like, oh, okay, yeah. so... So Harmony likes to think at the pier, and she also likes to think on cliffs. So she goes to the cliff. <laughs> I was super worried, right? Because, like, Harmony's in the car. And I'm like, why are they letting people drive up to a cliff? Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been on rooftops where they put extra, like, wire, you know? <laughs> but here everyone's like, no, no, no. Like, head to the cliff. Just open the gate. go right in and so I'm like I'm like this is not good I'm like so is Carly gonna survive her car being thrown off of a cliff this is like I I don't know and then Alexis shows up and I wasn't sure what to think when Alexis arrived I was just a little sad that it wasn't like the real Alexis it was just like the person standing in so that threw me off a little bit but then I was also like where did she park her car like she just like came out of the woods (laughs) I don't like 
like I would love a map of Port Charles. <laughs> I know that like the cliff is near the pier or circles it. I know that you have access to the park cliff, but the park cliff is also near winding roads that are on your way from the Metro Court to I don't know where. Like I didn't right? know, right? Because Metro Court is in the city. So she's like, mm -hmm. we're on our way from the Metro Court to where? Like, where are you going that you have to take winding cliff roads? Because they're on a cliff. <laughs> Anyways, I love, I love all of that. Um, but yeah, it's the second time this happened. Remember when Taggart was found out to be alive and it wasn't what? real Taggart? They had like a replacement. Yes. So this is, the, this is yes. two times where a story kind of comes to that peak and we get someone else. But what did you think about what happened when Alexis, when Alexis air quote came and then said words, right? I was like, oh whose car is like, this? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> awkward, awkward. Right, because you have Carly, what, like rewind a little bit. Carly, I love when she's knocking on the door and when nobody's answering, she yells out Alexis. I don't know why that got to me, but I thought it was hilarious. No, 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 not just you. Me too. I'm like, isn't it funny? Because you know what happens when you ring a doorbell, you leave. But she, people people don't are in disbelief. They're like, no, but I came here to talk to you. So I'm going <laughs> to, so if, if I ring the doorbell and you're not there or knock, it means I have to peek through your windows. I have to scour. It's like they, they can't accept the fact that someone may not be home if you haven't confirmed they were home before you got there. So when Carly was looking around and she sees that Alexis's car is not there, she says, oh, well, Harmony's car is here. And then she proceeds to walk in the door. Yeah. And then you have Alexis like, I don't know whose vehicle this is you have right here. <laughs> I was like, I, part of me is like, you probably should know her car. Because um, it's really scary, this situation um, in the Port Charles. So so she's there. And then it's like, what are you doing? Are you thinking? Or is it like, or my, is my gut right? Like, is, is more going on here? <laughs> that's, that's not okay. This car is awfully close to the cliff. Um, no, but so much of that was hilarious. Like the breakdown of Neil and her putting it together and the whole, like, I know Neil's handwriting. Like what is actually that happening right now? Made me laugh so much. I'm like, you know, his hand. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like, Who's, what's he writing to you? Honestly? Like, no, you don't know his handwriting. And, and then she's like, and this, and then she puts the whole thing together. And then, oh. and then, you know, Harmony's, given all her rationale and then she's like so you're gonna leave town and the thing is remember we heard the banging she's yes. like what was that she's like nothing and i love the crazy right because because even when harmony was talking to carly and carly was like accusing her of stuff um harmony goes hmm oh my <laughs> like, god the best what? the best sorry i don't i can't hear you so it was there was some of that element to the whole like I have to say, like, Harmony did a great job. And part of me was kind of annoyed. I'm like, damn, Harmony. Like, I'm trying to be on your side, but you're making this right? tougher and tougher. Um, it's getting a bit out of hand. And, like, all for this secret. She's like, I'll just keep murdering people. Like, <laughs> like, I don't think it's feasible at this point. Right? And, like, <laughs> and, 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 like, she's like, the banging. She's like, oh, that's nothing. And so, Alexis, so, then, so then Alexis is like, okay, so then, okay, so the banging is nothing and you're just going to leave town. I owe you so for supporting me and being my friend in jail after you murdered my boyfriend <laughs> and sent me into a tailspin. But I owe you, so I'm gonna keep my mouth shut about all the murder. And then I was like, she's oh my walking God, right? away. I was like dying. I'm like, 
what? And then I love how she turns back. She's like, oh, I'm going to run and open a truck. I never <laughs> once thought opening people's trunk was like an accessible thing. Like I never, because I just feel like trunks are locked. But right? Either way, she took a chance and it was open. And she's like, oh, Carly? It's like, <laughs> I loved it. I loved everything about it. I really did. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And then she turns around and she's like, and then I feel like Alexis, do you not know she's going to kill you now too? Right? Like, you know too, you know too much. <laughs> It's just so funny because it's like Alexis have been in, has been involved with so many like mob, you know, there was like her boyfriends, the, her children's fathers. And but she's just like Harmony just been like, let me go and just be like, we're friends. Bye. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? Like Harmony's telling her I have to murder you too. And I'm like, but how are you going to do this? Uh, but anyways, like I was just <laughs> I was a bit curious. I'm like, are you going to get in the car and push them all over? So anyway, so then when Harmony and, and like Alexis are kind of like going out, I love how Alexis is just committed to trying to call 911, right? I know. Like it's dangerous. <laughs> like this person's in front of you could attack you at any moment. But I was like, it, it kind of made me laugh a lot because I was like, in those moments, I was like, Alexis is a fighter, right? We know her as a fighter, as an advocate, but like, she's not the physical kind of fighter, like at all, right? right. So she's, she's out there on her own and she needs that wild Carly who's going to jump into like a fight at any given moment. So I love how Carly is like drugged out of her mind and she's listening to Alexis and she's like, <laughs> no, she can't defend herself. And she comes right? out and like wrestles. Her and like and again, Alexis is crouched by the car, still trying to call nine one one. She's like, "The law is the answer, guys. Everything above board." <laughs> like it, it was, was amazing. So Everything you're saying, your rendition of it, like it was so <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and she ran off, and I felt like Carly learned her lesson: don't run after yes. crazy people because it could, it could make other crazy people think you did things you didn't do. <laughs> So right? yeah, stay put. <laughs> stay put. And so then I love how like, you know, Carly's sort of putting things together, you know, in terms of like where she might be headed next, you know, to, to Willow. And they're explaining all of this to Rory. Rory is getting such an intro and so he's like, cute. oh, so I just solved a murder. Cause like, from what you're saying, it sounds like <laughs> she murdered that guy too. And so they're trying to say all of this. Um, and it turns out like Harmony, what like was actually going to go for Willow and Wiley. I was like, mm. I frankly did not know she was all that committed to Wiley. Like, as much Me as she either. talked about visiting, I'm like, enough to kidnap him? Really? I'm like, okay. So she really wanted uh, Willow to know the truth from or her. kidnap them. Or her stay, version. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Her version or kidnap them and start a new life. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, without Willow noticing that she's right? been... <laughs> It's just another commune experience. Come on, hun, get get up in here. <laughs> so this is a lot that's going down, right? Because Carly knows, and it's being said out loud, right? She's saying out loud mm. the whole thing about what Harmony knows. I find it weird, right? That like Sam cancels her din din plans, yeah, and. And Dante's like, oh, it's probably nothing, right? Because she told me to still show up, and I'm like, so your mom. Yeah, is in the in in the ER, and you don't tell your man friend like at all. You're like, oh my god, like my mom's in the hospital. Not gonna say it. Why don't you go have dinner with your brother? So he does that, and she goes to the hospital. I thought all that was a bit strange, and yes. and so like, and Sam doesn't go see Carly, right? I just figured that they were like cubicles apart. But Carly's busy talking to Jordan, and Jordan, I think at some point. Um, forgets she's taking a statement and thinks she's talking to a colleague. I don't know if she's trying to hire <laughs> Carly. I don't know if she right? surprised Carly with some kind of like, you know, <coughs> pop interview. Mm -hmm. But she was really asking her questions. So like when she was asking about like 
you know, harmony, she starts going, is it sufficient motive? And Carly is like, I'm not, I loved it. I'm not sure. She's like, well, I mean, and then she's asking her her feedback. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wait, isn't taking a statement getting the sequence of events? Like, why isn't Jordan asking the sequence of events? She just won't stop asking what Carly thinks is Harmony's motives for all these things. And even though she said, like, this is what I know, right? I found out that, like, Willow is not her biological daughter and she's freaking out and she doesn't want people to know this. And so she's like, okay, okay. So do you think that's a, do you think that's why she murdered Neil? Do you think that's why, <laughs> do you think that's also why she murdered the brother? Like, do you think she did all the, okay. All right. Just, I just figured if we could wrap up all my cases in this one meeting, it would save a lot of time, but I didn't find she was doing any investigating. And the fact that Carly's like, somebody should notify like Willow or something like, don't worry, we're on it. Sit tight. And I'm like, this is so so bizarre it was weird it almost felt like she missed having a female colleague to chat with like she was missing anna yeah exactly maybe like it was so strange it was i agree with you i had to rewind i just thought that was so funny so i mean okay so like we have this part of the story Mm -hmm. but we have the other half right so now they collided sasha's whole you know decline with harmony yes it's it all was... um, so efficient. <laughs> <laughs> In what way? <laughs> it was all like, let's make it all happen. Let's make it all happen together. Let's do it now. You know, Willow, this is you. This is what's happening. Let's just speed this up. Let's get it going. So um, so Sasha isn't doing really well. And I feel like mm. most people who care about her know this. Yes. And so there's a scene at the beginning of the week where Lucy's meeting with Brando. And Sasha goes to talk to Nina. Uh huh. The 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 voice of reason, Nina. Of course, you go. What did you think of that? It was really hard to. I understand that Nina loves her and Sasha feels safe with her and wants that idea of a mother figure, but Nina's like the worst. It was just strange because, like, also I was like, "What's this new restaurant?" So it's the Metro Court. So there was a lot of new sets. There was a Metro Court and there was a nail salon. Wow. Yes. Loving it always it. makes me feel good when I see new sets. Um, so they're there, and I just find that like Lucy, like they're attuned to her, but they also know when to step in, when to not, you know. But they understand, yes. and so Lucy already just through talking to Brando, you can see her concern for Sasha. Yes, but then when you skip to like the Nina Sasha scenes, you see that Sasha is mostly there to help Nina. Oh, 100%. Nina doesn't know how to be the adult and to put herself aside and discuss what's going on in the moment. So so Sasha shows up to save Nina from that reporter. And you see how Nina feels so amazing that someone defended her. Like, look, somebody loves me. This is amazing. And then Sasha is just dumbfounded about, like, because Nina's all, like, schoolgirl. Like, yes. oh, my God. Like, we're talking about Sunny. Like, oh. And Sasha's like, have you thought about what this really means? Like, do you understand that when he takes care of it, it means murder? Like, you get all of this, right? Oh my God. When she said that, I was like, in my head, it's a fun place sometimes. And I'm like, and Nina with her big eyes, I'm like, is she picturing Sunny like cradling them with a blanket and just taking really good care of them and feeding them snacks and giving them juice boxes? Like, what does she think is actually happening? I know, but she, right? Like, she's just, I mean, look, she's enjoying all of this, right? And she's enjoying 
the whole she's acting like a schoolgirl ultimately and she just seems so doe-eyed and thrilled and smirking when like sasha's like but she's like you're with she's like i'm not with him like that and then she's like but you want to be she's like yeah it's like the first time I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, this is so messed up. Like, this is so <laughs> messed up. Because all I keep thinking is, like, I've seen scenes with, like, Lucy and Sasha and yeah. and with Carly and Sasha. And I just find that they're a little bit more attuned to her. And a little, they, they get what's happening. And they're able to, like, focus on her. And that's not what we see when it comes to, like, the Nina-Sasha dynamic. And Sasha does bring up things like... Um, like how she still thinks about what she did to to Nina, right? And feels really yes. bad about all that. But all I think about is what happened after. Because in the aftermath of that, I remember a scene where Lucy sat with Sasha because they were going into business together. And when Sasha was like, you know, what do I do? And Lucy was like, I have experience being the pariah. Lucy told her, what you do is you just keep going. You just keep, you know, you you show people by like mm-hmm. making better choices and just you, you have to show them right keep moving and and just work on yourself which is so opposite of anything nina is or does right to her it's like oh are people gonna stop talking about the crap i did as i do nothing different <laughs> like <it's>, right <laughs> so it's very different and i also think that someone like lucy or carly would not have let her get away with the statement that she made, right? The very disturbing statement about like, this is what I deserved, that Liam's death was some kind of balancing the scales. And I just thought that was so strange. And I'm like, like instead of investing a little bit more into Sasha and digging a little deeper, I found that all Nina did was try to get Sasha to confirm, just tell me you don't believe that. You don't believe that, right? And then as soon as Sasha says, I don't believe that, she was like, okay, um, you can go. Um, and I think that, and and even though she had concern and called Brando, I just felt like, well, another more genuine thing to do was maybe not outsource, you know, Sasha's support. And you could have in that moment, like, just intervened a little bit more and maybe had a, had a talk with her instead of calling Brando. And I found it strange, right? Because she calls Brando and instead of just telling mm-hmm. him over the phone that she's concerned about yes. Sasha, she's like, come over. Like, we have time, right? She said something super disturbing and then left my house in distress that I can see. But instead of, like, doing anything quicker, she decides to have Brando come over and have this long conversation about Sasha and feel like she's mothering when she's not. And then when he leaves, she's like, do you mind if I check in on her? I'm like, what is happening? You need permission to be compassionate to someone else? To be there for her? It's a great contrast to that scene with, you know, Nina and Brando and and taking up his time instead of letting him be with Sasha, who's sad. So this person who is really, really troubled right now, let's give her more time alone. Let's just focus on Nina and how she wants to talk about being a good person. And oh it's gosh, exactly yes. connected, you know, to the scene with like Sunny and Michael. Yeah, Sunny totally. feels he's doing these things. It's this illusion of being a good parent, this illusion of love and his expectations. And I've done this one thing, therefore I deserve this thing in return. It's so very interesting that both of those scenes played out this week with both of them and the people who they consider their children who are not biologically their children. Oh my gosh, that is so true. The parallel between, you know, Nina's behavior and especially Sunny's. And I mean, like, that was something else. Like him showing up 
to talk to Willow. Mm-hmm. And I just hate that he couldn't just talk to Willow about what he wanted from her. Not that I agree with him doing it in the first place, mm-hmm. but the fact that to Willow, he had to bring up like Carly would have done this, but I can't right? there. And I was like, yikes, you're kind of oh, Nina, right? Like throwing in Carly's name unnecessarily. So can you just move on and, and do what you came to do? But I mean, Michael was something else when he walked in there and is like, well, maybe mm-hmm. you should be talking to me and not to her. Yeah, that that whole scene, like we love an angry Michael. But the thing is, he he's truth telling. I know it's it's very extreme and we don't know what's going to happen with the relationship down the line. But still, Sonny's in this place of denial and he can't hear Michael. And that's why Michael is escalating their what he wants or not want from their relationship and how that ended. Oh my God. Even the middle part, Sunny throwing in Carly and Jax still standing up and fighting for Nina that it's none of Michael's business. Like all of it. I was just like mouth on the floor. Anything. It's kind of like he's being backed into a corner every time an issue leads to him confronting his responsibility in it. Like the fact that he basically went to Michael and said, I think we should move forward now. Like basically, (laughs) I know you're mad at me, but it's time not to be okay. Right. And that's what he went with. He didn't take accountability. And it's like, look, even if the, he gave the minimum, the minimum, like even if let's say he doesn't even say sorry or take accountability, like he still can't even at the very least earn trust back, right? So let's just mm-hmm. say Sonny wanted to gloss over and I don't want to apologize. He's still not doing anything to kind of rebuild either. He's just sort of demanding it. Like he thinks he still holds the place in Michael's life that he once did, but he was gone for a long time and he refuses to accept the fact that so much has changed and so like people have actually moved forward. And, you know, he once held a lot of power and he doesn't. And we talk about it in so many different ways in terms of how they talk about Sunny in the show, that he's Mm -hmm. lost power in certain areas. And he certainly has with his family, but I was really like disgusted by the whole thing. Disgusted is the absolute right word. I felt I was full of disgust. The way Sonny ended that conversation, the way he looked at Michael and that he said, you know, now, you know, basically he's done everything that he can do and is capable of doing. So now if Michael wants to be back in his life, he has to beg that word, beg. Oh my God. And I could not believe it. It was gross on many levels, right? Mm -hmm. Like following that conversation, like, you know, trying to belittle Michael, calling him a child. Um, And I talked earlier about like earning trust and building a bridge. And it's just like, he's not even being fully truthful with people like Laura or Dante, but he has given them more. Yes. Right. He hasn't even touched or gotten to any kind of truth. So it's like, you have choices, right? You can actually choose to have an honest conversation, but you refuse to with the people closest to you. And you are kind of holding up that wall. So when he tells, like, you know, Michael, I run hot and you run cold, right? Like, basically what I heard is, like, I act out um, and you run cold. And I think that's a little bit more scary because, yes, they both have anger issues, as Sunny tried to point out. But with Michael, he's not tantruming. He's not acting out. Like, mm-hmm. Michael is cold. But when he says and does something, it's because he truly believes it. It's not, I believe it now because I'm mad. It's my thought process is really based on like my assessment of the situation and if and like that is a lot scarier than any tantrum and I think that's why Sonny elevated his threat yes because what Michael did is ultimately scarier than anything he can do and so he elevated and said some really gross things and considering like what Nina's done like it was just disgusting 
disgusting. Like, why on earth would he beg? And the moment he said that, I mean, it was gross to watch, but it mm-hmm. drove me nuts. And it, it's something that annoys me, right? In soap operas, because like, if he talks to Dante, no way is he going to mention that. And it bugs me that nobody's yes. mentioning that to Dante. Like, I, of course, look, they're all family. And of course, you don't want to put Dante to have to take sides. It's going to get messy, of course. But like, I, you know, I like that Dante calls Sonny on this stuff and is truthful. And I just, part of me just wants Dante to know that, right? I wanted to kind of understand that ugly truth that what Michael is dealing with. I think that. Dante does need to know the truth because he's going soft. I feel like he's, he's really straddling that gray zone when it comes to Sonny and his uh, line of work and what he's capable of doing. He will call Sonny out with things with Michael, but he's only hearing half truths and Sonny's version. Yeah. I mean, look, in all fairness, Dante is calling him out in a, in a good way, but there would be mm-hmm. so much more if he knew more. And honestly, yes. when, when you, when I listened to you talk about this, I flashed to like a scene that Dante had with Jason. And there was a scene that Dante had with Jason when Jason was in custody um, and it was after Sonny died. And he Mm -hmm. talked about his relationship with his dad, right? Wanting his dad and then Sonny kind of like comes back. So, you know, that's also part of the motivation too, is like getting to have that top spot, right? You can't mm-hmm. have that top spot when you're a cop, right? Sonny made that comment when he saw him. Are you talking to me as my son or as a cop? And part of me was like, as much as I think Sonny is annoying, part of me is like, well, yeah, Dante. Like, I mean, nobody wants to talk. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> I get that annoyance. Um, but, like, uh, what I also thought, like, when Michael was going after his dad, I was like, whoa, when he told him about, like, eradicating Sonny, right, and owning, mm-hmm. fully owning the Corinthos name, And so people would think of Michael and Wiley. And I also thought it was compelling later when Michael said, I don't want to give up the name Corinthos because I share it with Morgan. Yes, I I thought that that was compelling. So, I mean, look, we understand where Michael is coming from. We've known Mm -hmm. Michael longer than, let's say, Sasha's new man. Okay. And I mean, look, we've, we've seen this for a while now, a lot of shifting and a lot of people taking sides and how much the dynamics have changed, but like, wow, Brando, like, because look, remember Sonny's at the gym. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dante's trying to be the number one son, but you know, he's being (laughs) true to himself and it doesn't work out and he walks away. And then Mm -hmm. Brando sneaks in telling Sonny everything he wanted to hear and to hear Brando run his mouth Mm -hmm. about Michael and his privilege it's like dude you're being a little transparent are you telling me you don't (laughs) like your wife's ex you're not a fan you're not a big fan you don't want to build him up and just talking about like being grateful and I'm like like I go Brando like it's sweet but like what do you know of this man like you know very little like you know what I mean like all you know is a guy who gave you a bunch of crap you know he gave you that but he he forced you right he forced Brando to stay and there was the the Mike thing but like he doesn't know what it is to have Sonny as your actual father and what that means so I really did not appreciate Brando coming in and being like, oh, no, Michael sucks and it's really all you. Because I think it's hilarious that you say, I don't really like Michael's black and white thinking. And I'm like, aren't you engaging in the same all or nothing thinking? You came in here and categorically put Michael in this category of privilege. That's it. That's all. Totally unappreciative of what Sunny gave. Is that not the same? You know, I, I mean, that scene was like, how do I say? Like we kept talking about how Brando will eventually be working for Sonny. Yeah, and you know, so we so now he's like replacing not just Jason but Michael. He's like the son best friend replacement, I guess. They're trying to make it like a combo friendship. 
And they solidified that today too, right? Mm -hmm. Because now you had Brando and Michael. And I mean, for Michael being so cold and like angry and like (laughs) hot when he does it, he stood there listening to the reporter talk to Brando about like hitting another person. (laughs) And he's standing there. He's like, oh my God, what a weird coincidence. Tell me what's going on. Like who did Sasha hit? Like, are you serious? And even when Sasha went to go talk to Willow finally, it's like, guys, Given the circumstance, why would <laughs> Sasha insist, okay, on talking to you? Uh, and why do you think she pulled you aside just to tell you a random driving tale <laughs> while you're struggling with your mom? You know what gather I mean? Around, like, gather around. I have something to say. It's I important. have a random unrelated story to what you're going through, and it also has to do with driving. And Willow's like, I, she's just oh. hanging on in every word, like, where is this going? And I'm like, wait for it. I feel like it'll click soon. But I mean, like, with, with Brando and Michael, like, when the reporter talked, like, you talk about positioning himself as Sunny's number two. He 100% did that. I mean, look, oh, yeah. it was hot. Oh, my God. You know, I wrote that. <laughs> like, when he, like, when he went to the guys, like, do I look like the government? And I, I was, was like, like oh God, no, 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 you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't look like the government. What are you going to do next, Brando? Okay, what are you going to do next? And so just the way that he was threatening that guy, all I kept thinking was, I hope Smoltz doesn't have his voice recorder on. Either way, whatever. Like, I just, I hope not. But it was something, right? So, I mean, look, they, it, it, it is exactly that. P- positioning Brando you know, to Sonny and also that scene happening with, with Michael and Brando. So it's, it's, it's going to go down and it's not going to really help the Sasha situation at all. No, I, I unfortunately think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Unless imagine you're saying that now, like, you know what I mean? Like you're saying that now (laughs) it's pretty, it's pretty awful. It's pretty awful now. It's It's very true. It's it's all about the poor Charles perspective. Oh, man. So it's like, I, I don't know about you, but were you not enraged, like enraged with that photographer? Okay. And plus they picked a guy that was like perfect. His acting was on point as being an annoying paparazzi, his face, yeah. his expressions. I was yeah. like, damn, they got it straight. Yes. That was a very frustrating scene. Um, everybody's worried about Sasha. I love that. Gladys throws out, you know, Carly owns this place. And then Lucy with the big talk of like, you know, Sunny and the mob. Like, I just love how protective everybody was as well. And Gladys gets already my gold star for being like, she... changing so much and being that protective mom well... figure that Sasha needs, but in her way. Right? Exactly. In her way, in her own style. And I loved all those scenes. And I'm, I'm... Like, it it was just frustrating because I felt helpless and everybody there was doing everything they could, but the guy wouldn't freaking stop. I was annoyed when I saw the guy who worked there, you know, take him off. (gasps) But, like, when you talk about, like, bringing up Carly, like, when Gladys, like, do you know who owns the place? But even Lucy, she started to talk about Sunny, but then she reverted back to Carly and what Carly would do. So I did enjoy that. Um, I, I couldn't believe how close this guy was getting in her face. But, like, like you pointed out, Gladys was very attuned and has been very attuned to Sasha. Sure, not always in the best way, but it was the best way this time. The mm-hmm. fact that she, you know, was one step ahead, took the the card, and I saw that she was doing that immediately, and I was so thrilled. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just be like, Sasha, careful with trying to open up that pill case in public. Right? Right? She tried to do it in the corner. She tried again at the hospital. And um, 
And just the way she said, come on, sweetie. I thought it was amazing the way she like mm. really was with her. And I love the whole comedic part when um, they realize what she did. And, Gla- mm-hmm. and uh, Brooklyn and Max, you were like, oh, Gladys. Like they were so glad she was there in that moment. Um, so there's a couple things about Gladys. <laughs> so again, like you said, she is who she is. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this ages ago. Remember when she came in and she was mostly Gladys, right? Like her original yeah. Gladys. And she'd always be like pestering Carly on Carly, wanting what she had. And then at yeah. one point we were like, look at the hair. And we're like, oh, it's so funny. It's like a little like Carly imitation, right? Want, like, And she does this like, like she does her version of Carly, right? Because in her mm-hmm. mind, she wants the power. She wants this, that head of the family position. And she slowly is getting into those elements and it could not have culminated more than it did in Friday's episode. So mm-hmm. like, you see this, right? The maternal aspect of her, the protective aspect, the the part that she was very thinking ahead, not just like she took the, the card. She told Sasha, not another word until your lawyer gets here. Yes. That could not have been more Carly. But the the kicker was today when they were sitting. And I mean, look, Gladys was doing Gladys, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm fine too, you know? And then she's like, I can I can see that. And so they're <laughs> having this whole conversation. And then she's like, uh, I, I love how the whole back and forth, like, well, why do you want to know about Harmony? She's like, I care. I care about Pete. Also, Sasha hit her. And so that's also why. And I loved it. But did you notice, right? So the way that they were sitting. Okay, there was like a little bit of symmetry going on. Okay, the blazers, the outfit, not to mention the shared moment, the major parallel. So when Carly's being questioned by Jordan, she flashes to the Nina part. And then I loved Carly's dumb face after being like, um, yep, nothing, nothing else, nothing else comes to mind. I don't know, I don't know. And so that part. (laughs) And then in those moments, Gladys talking to Carly, I thought they were both putting it together because when Car- when Gladys started to talk about how weird Sasha's been acting, I thought it hit her, right? That Sasha's back on drugs or something to that effect. But the point is, Gladys had a Carly moment where she sat there, she had a conversation, yes. she had a memory, she's like, oh no, I think I know what's happening. And she got up to go deal with it. And they were also dressed super nice and super similarly. Oh my God, I did not make the parallels with the clothing. Oh, okay. And normally I do with those observations. No, but it is, I'm reliving it. I do have a videographic memory as well. So I was just thinking about that scene and oh my God, it just like made it so much better. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really, really loving that. Um, but I, it, it's, I was annoyed. I was so annoyed that it cut today because Carly's like, it was so awkward. I'm so sorry, but it was so awkward. So Willow walks in and like, nobody's saying anything. Like No one's saying a right? word. She runs into the hospital. She's like, oh my God, my mom, who would do this? And you have like Alexis there, Carly there, stand there and be like, oh man, like she tried to murder these people. And then you have Sasha in the back, <laughs> the one that hit her. And it was just terrible. So look, it went well between her and Sasha. And I'm glad I was like, I found the scenes between them compelling when, when Willow went to that darker place and she actually asked the question, did my mom, does it look like she threw herself mm-hmm. in front of the car on purpose? So that was, they did a great job. And then Carly comes in. So like, I am very much looking forward to that because that's a lot to be left with, right? Carly knows this info, but so does everyone, right? Like Alexis knows it. Sam knows it. Jordan knows it. Every cop in town knows it. And Willow has right? zero idea about what's going on. Um, when they cut it, Mm -hmm. Uh, like that last scene I was like no 
because it's it's with all the way like the episodes are kind of all messed up sometimes because of like when it gets interrupted and everything. But this was like a truly a Friday ending. I was like, no, yeah, I want to do yeah. the promo. <laughs> I'm dying to know how that conversation's gonna go and how Willow is gonna process because she's all like, oh my god, she's my mom and I feel mommed, and I'm like, oh <laughs> no, this is gonna hit hard. It's gonna yes, hit really it's gonna hard. Be so but- bad. I guess good. I can't. Like, I can't even imagine how she's gonna process Carly being so your mom, like injecting you with some drugs. It's she's used <laughs> it to murder some other folks. Anyways, it's gonna it's gonna get really good. Also, really good. We're getting. We finally got some like um, Brooklyn chase scenes, right? And I'm loving yeah. it, loving it. So like showing up, and then she's all mad, and then he's like, <laughs> I got injured and hit. She's like. Oh my god, are you okay? Like she does the whole everything. It was so funny how little it took to create that moment. Lots of face touching. <laughs> like an intense amount of face touching that almost le- led to like lip touching, and then Michael comes in and how irritated they both oh were. Oh my god. No, but him coming into that scene was hilarious because he's like, we'll talk about merging companies, and she's like giving him the eyes. And I he's know. just like not cluing in whatsoever. So no, funny. no, it's like the Michael and Destiny is the same <laughs> Michael on Friday with Brando. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, Chase, you can say you probably know so much about this that you don't want to. He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah okay so it's like so annoying <laughs> and then it got even hotter when they were talking later and then he's like something she's like can you guess what I want he's like I think so I hope so and he was getting it right ding 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 <laughs> he got it and then Leo and so there was a lot of sweet moments oh, after no. that yeah well it was so cute just like knowing how much he really truly loves her and her hearing it firsthand not just from him but from Leo with the music and the playlist and him singing her songs like it was just all so very sweet and they keep like putting them in a situation where like they're talking about babies a situation yeah. with Leo and how good he yeah. is and that whole sense of like they're in it they're gonna be like a long haul family couple. yeah mm-hmm. they're gonna be a family I can't mm-hmm. wait I feel like Chase is so excited to move back into that mansion like he's right that mansion. he's made mention <laughs> of it so I can't wait to have him there I think it's gonna be so interesting but I agree they totally keep hinting at them apparently having an insta family for sure not an insta family though Curtis and his daddy that was an amazing transition. <laughs> because there is a lot, but yet not a lot, yet we got to talk about it. Yeah. So, like, what's it, like, <laughs> like, Portia's getting it, right? She's like, mm-hmm, you don't mm-hmm. tell me, like, anything. And, and so he had to kind of answer a little bit for that. But yeah. so Curtis, you know, he, he did what he did to get that file. And then he read the file, and I feel like he was, like, disappointed. Um, I know. He's like, he didn't murder anybody? He wasn't in the mob? Like, this blows. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, all I kept thinking was, like, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's obviously more to it. We don't know how long, but why? I mean, what, 40, 40 years ago, I guess all this was? <laughs> and, and I'm just like, okay, in Marshall's defense, you know, if he was sentenced to a mental hospital, like, there's a chance he could have spent way more time there than he ever would have in a jail. And maybe a fear of never getting out. But at the same time, like, so with Curtis, you know, even though I understand and I feel like Marshall needs to give a little, I thought Curtis was maybe softening, right? Understanding it was maybe a sensitive subject. And when he talked about it being a turning point and no more secrets, I thought this is Curtis maybe dropping it for like a minute, right? Like taking mm-hmm. a breath. 
but and not jumping back in like a toddler two seconds later being like okay back to the third degree tell me everything now and I was like oh like I don't agree with Marshall but that tactic there um obviously didn't work is only pushing Marshall away so part of me does wonder what is the point of all of this <laughs> um at the okay, end of that so, <laughs> right okay so two things though that came out of that whole situation did you pause and google the medication I think I did that a while back and then forgot about it <laughs> <laughs> so the medication because I don't remember if I did it the first time but I did it this time <laughs> okay okay <laughs> So it is for bipolar and schizophrenia, yeah. okay? Yeah. So like, okay, so he his view on those, you know, mental health issues are far different than where they are now and what that means. So I was like, okay, interesting fact, but I'm still not sure exactly, like you said, where is this going? And then when TJ got that box, like my headspace was somewhere else because we saw that guy who was like in the bed who got beaten up. I thought exactly. it was a body part. I did not think Me it was a body part. I thought it was a body part. I thought it was a body part. So also... Also, I figured it was bipolar meds because Sonny had a flashback to the bottle when he was talking to Curtis. And so um, also about Sonny and Curtis, it's interesting, really being thrown into a different social circle, right? Because Curtis has a connection with Sonny, but most importantly, he has a connection to Nina. Curtis, I mean. Yeah, like Sonny's new circle is is very yeah. different. It's like it's, it's Curtis, very different. it's Obrecht, it's Brit. Like it's so wild. It's, <laughs> it's very, very different. But with TJ, yes, I thought it was a body part. But two, I was like, okay, so he's reading the letter out loud in his own voice. As opposed to Esme, right? who read the letter in her head with her voice. And I was, I don't know why that really gets me. Um, but it's some me compelling too. stuff. It's really some some compelling um stuff right there speaking of in your head elizabeth so stuff is moving forward in a way with her case in the sense that she's agreed and everyone's agreed that it's escalating and she's leaving her house what mm -hmm. i thought was a fascinating piece of information was that elizabeth mentioned that the alarm was armed when yes. cameron and finn found chase <laughs> in my head this is what i okay fine this is what i wrote it was in my head but also on the computer an inside job Wink, wink. I typed wink because <laughs> apparently I will forget what I meant. <laughs> okay, like I don't, I don't know what is the matter with me. Um, and then they said the signal was jammed, though. Like as to that why they're freaked me out. Because I'm like, does Elizabeth know this stuff? Did does that personality know how to jam signals, or is this really someone else? Yeah, I'm kind of freaking out because obviously there's a side of me that truly does believe it's Elizabeth. Yes, I yeah. have that tech question in my head too. Or is this person really living in the basement? I've said this a lot. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> I, don't, I really don't like that idea that someone's just living in the basement. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. Um, but I love the way Fizz, Fizz, Fizz. Oh, she's still Fizz. Finn and Elizabeth, Franco, Elizabeth. But anyways, Finn and Elizabeth handled Aiden's concerns really well about the ghosts. And I mean... Finn's making it clear how he feels about it. I didn't like the way he kind of like jumped down Lucy because she didn't know. I know. Right? And it was good intentions and, you know, she, again, I, I didn't like it. And then he leaves and then Elizabeth's like, yes, I'm really into this. What should I do? <laughs> okay. A medium? Okay, I'll do it. And then uh, Finn comes back. He's like, all oh, that's just a lot. And Liz is like, mm, okay, uh -huh, yeah. Sure. So Elizabeth is convinced it's a ghost and she's getting a hotel at the Metro Court. And all I kept thinking was, it's so funny because I'm thinking about the logistics of this, even though mm -hmm. Carly's like in a trunk. I'm like, oh my God, Carly's probably going to comp her room because, you know, it's Cam's mom. I'm like, everyone's close. 
and then it's going to be okay. I don't know why it, it like, I, I, my brain does that, but it did. And so I'm just going to, I know, I understand that Elizabeth's family is suffering, but I just hope Carly comps her room is where I'm at with that. Noted. Yeah, and so to listen out for that next week. Yeah. <laughs> See about those developments. <laughs> and, and so what, so what did you make of this? Right. We have Finn Elizabeth scenes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we have Finn Ava scenes at a nail salon with his daughter. Are, okay. are you, what, what happening? <laughs> what happening here? <laughs> I think it was for a few reasons. It's very multi-layered, but also incredibly intriguing, right? So I want to know. Yeah, I want to be intrigued because I'm like, what's happening? Okay, because he's like the guy who's like on his third name of a character, right? Yes, yes. So I loved seeing them in a scene together because it's Kiki's father, correct? Yes! Okay, so that was... Nothing was happening when I watched this scene. Nothing. Oh. So I'm being blown away right now listening to this. <laughs> so I love seeing them because even though he's with Elizabeth, like it or not, those two actors together, they have chemistry. So do you think did. of Kiki? Yes! And obviously she brought up Avery and the fact that he's a, a good dad. And I'm not saying this is anything that could happen, but I think it was very um, reminiscent, like going a little uh-huh. old school. But at the same time, hey, if Nicholas and Elizabeth don't work out, they would make a hell of a cute-ass family. <laughs> No, but like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Are things going to get so... Because like, we know that there things are rocky with Nicholas and Ava. We do know that Ava and him have chemistry because with one of his characters, right? We saw them on screen together. <laughs> yeah. But again, with Elizabeth and Finn, okay, sure, sure. She does push him away. There could be some obstacles there. But I didn't know what to think because all of it was like, daughters are important. I get to spend time with my daughter. And then we're seeing how cute Ava is with his daughter. And she just keeps talking about, like, time with my daughter is precious. I don't get to see Avery. So she keeps bringing up Avery. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, it sucks. It's sad. You know, she wants to see her daughter when she wants. And then all of a sudden, the scene flips to Sunny. And he's like, okay, I'll bring you Sunday stuff tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, so Ava can't be with her daughter. Yeah. Sunny's not with Avery. Carly's in a trunk. I'm like, who has Avery? <laughs> okay. And why isn't she getting her nails done? Exactly. It broke my heart. It was really sad because we see such a softer side of Ava and we've seen her evolution and Sunny is stunted (gasps) in this weird place. And I just think that also we also talk about like Ava and a safe choice. Nicholas is closest to a safe choice that she's ever made with a partner. Uh And I'm not saying this is what I'm rooting for, but like, let's say she were to choose Finn or Finn and her were to get together. Like, oh my god they would be she would finally get to that place where she wanted to be all the changes that she's made all the decisions and sacrifices that she's made would lead to that relationship that is not like that weird twisted scene we saw with the two of them meaning Nicholas at the house yeah it's just what I was thinking being in that scene and the fact that she kept talking about Avery I just wonder if it's just sort of like a little seed planted as to like what she's missing right that hole of her getting to see like Finn with Violet if that's gonna play into a potential custody thing and because that's that's a motivation right a true Mm -hmm. motivation we're seeing it we're seeing her yearning for her daughter and I wonder if that's what's being played up to be like this is what's going to motivate her for whatever's to come next I think so that's like this is just so multi-layered there's so much to it I was just like fascinated by all of it what was also really interesting was all of those Trina scenes. So we start out with Trina and Rory, but it got kind of complicated with like Spencer after. 
Okay, before we hop into the whole like Spencer Esme thing and Trina triangle, I thought the Rory Trina scenes were very reminiscent of like old school beginning of Chase Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, because he's a cop. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The chemistry, the joking about arresting, that weird kind of friendship, but going different sides of the law. And totally, she she was going to mace him, you know? (laughs) And she wasn't putting it down. No matter how many times he was asking asking her to, she was just like, I don't know if I should. And I'm like, I don't know if that's what you say when people ask you to put your, like a cop ask you to put your mace down. Someone you know, someone like who's gotten you soda, you put, you put the mace down. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, like, like it, it got complicated, right? I mean, Spencer's doing a pretty good job of keeping up this ruse because like when he was talking to Cameron on the phone and she caught him, I freaked out because I would not have been able to come up with a solid lie. I would have freaked out. You're a psychopath. You're going to murder me. Oh my gosh. But he did a pretty good job right of keeping this up of making this worth it because we have to make it worth it and he has to convince her and I was Mm -hmm. worried he would undo it all when she (laughs) showed up at the gallery I know okay so talking about crazy Esme and just wanting to divulge everything what the F is going on with Nicholas and Esme I think that's exactly what Laura wants to know. She's creeped out. She has zero faith in her son. She's nope. like, you're a bit of a dum-dum. Oh, and my God. Oh, my God. Okay. You but, continue because you were in my head. I'm like, how many ways can Laura and Ava face touch and words of, oh, tell him he's a dum-dum? Because basically they're all saying it just in like, Ava does the arm touch and you're pretty and you're you're sweet and you're kind. And Laura gives him a look and says, oh, <laughs> exactly because she's like what's happening and he's like what and it's like part of me sometimes is like okay this has got to be a plan right this is a big mm-hmm. plan between him and Ava and I see him in Ava's scenes and I'm like no this is no plan like all the stuff he's saying out loud he thinks them and then when he's talking to Laura and at one point he goes am I wrong like about like Esme and I'm like yes this is why you're scaring people so thank goodness laura did what she did to get like um esme out of there but yeah no like it's really concerning on uh, nicholas's position and i like how laura said it things like there's a scorpion under your roof you need to get rid of her yes and then ava kind of follows that conversation by saying like you poor dummy you think because she leaves the house everything's going to be okay in the world like <gasps> that was the best Right. And, but you're making me even more scared. Like we already know this is going to happen, but the more we talk about it, it makes me more scared. So the whole like sexy talk and not having sex, like he's a dumb dumb and he's going to want to have sex. I know because when they couldn't have sex and she's like, we need to build trust. Like, just tell me what you want me to do right now to make <laughs> all of our long-term problems. Okay. In this one second. So we can have sex. And I was just like, oh, this, is, this is so good. <laughs> so, I mean, he's going to struggle for very many reasons. Um, yeah. And I really wonder how this is going to shake out in terms of Ava's perspective, right? Because she's totally going to shift her perspective on Spencer. Her perspective on Nicholas might decline. It, it, oh, it's yeah. going it, to, it's going to be interesting to see but like Trina had some amazing like I liked her her conversation and the way she stood up for herself with Spencer the way she called him out on his behavior saying you're basically keeping me on the hook like I liked mm-hmm. that I liked that she confronted him about his own actions and I thought it was so funny when like Esme pops out and it's like oh my god like you're crazy she's like yes coming from the one who's like lurking in the shadows like, are we <laughs> 
Are we for real? Um, and like, but then Trina lurks too at the end. <laughs> that's the good kind of lurking, right? Because in her lurking, I <laughs> felt true. that she was making connections. Like, do you think Trina's figured out what Spencer's doing in that lurking moment? I don't know because she's she's kind of she's filled with rage and anger right now. But I definitely think that she was trying to read into some of the things he was saying when he stopped Esme from continuing now this rant of like wanting to see Trina behind bars. I feel mm-hmm. like. Trina kind of clued in and then his last line was something to the effect of very general but I feel very pointed like don't worry when this is all over um you will never get to see Trina again or something yeah. like that basically you, guys, like, may you be behind bars <laughs> yeah that you two will never have to see each other again and that's exactly it right because you have to look closely you know inter- it's like he's trying to present something but you have to be paying really close attention on what he's actually saying and what he's also not saying so mm-hmm. i feel like she might put two and two together in that moment so earlier when they were when she arrives and spencer is like oh my gosh what are you doing here you're supposed to be like on castadine island and she's like that's what i came to tell you and she basically <laughs> says like i'm safe from a mobster as she legit turns and looks at trina like ha and i'm like what are you <laughs> you oh understand not everybody is being you know like scared by a mobster that was just you like what are you like one-upping her for in this moment i have no clue well my favorite line came from that scene when trina says tragic waste of cement <gasps> that was so good and I loved I love the way that she told her off because I don't know right I, I don't know what Esme was expecting um for Trina to come back with when she's like it's trying to tell her off and trying to like scare her but I loved how like Trina stepped up and says you everyone will see you for who you really are a needy entitled psychopath that hurts everyone around them and then wonders where they went <laughs> so I just I, I love I love <laughs> so I love amazing. that also yeah <laughs> so good did we do all of the things did we say all of the stuff all of the stuff <laughs> all of the stuff i have a, I have a favorite thing <laughs> what is happening i will ask the question okay 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 um do you have any lines or stars to give out yeah so i have this moment that i really enjoyed from today that i thought was so funny is mm-hmm. that like michael's trying to console willow and he's telling her, like, your your mom's a fighter. And I was like, yeah, she's she's a real killer, you know. So, <laughs> that, that made me, my own joke made me laugh a lot when I was watching um, Stars. Look, I get it. Harmony's made a few mistakes, okay? But <laughs> I give her a star because I thoroughly enjoyed her performance, right? Because she played the psycho, she played the freaked out desperate person, but she had a way of making it like a little funny and I loved it. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, like I put a star for Harmony's face acting. And Gladys. Gladys star, uh, you know, obviously like Carly, cause she just like came out of the trunk out of nowhere. Like we said, those drugs were supposed to kill and she survived them. Yeah. Not only did she survive them, she like lifted, like she, she fought and I love it. She's like, yeah, like she drugged me, but I'm feeling better. They passed through. <laughs> I'm superhuman. <laughs> it was very Jason-esque to be honest. <laughs> that is, oh, whoa. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Be your own Jason, okay? Exactly. Be your own Jason. I love it. Oh, this was amazing. We have to end it here. There's nothing else to say. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good.
<laughs> oh my gosh, everybody have a fantastic weekend. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.